Hello and welcome to Groove Therapy, a podcast that explores the effects of live music on our brains, bodies, and our lives and provides a space for you, our listener, to learn more about how you can bring the magic of live music into your everyday life. My name is Dr. Leah Taylor and I am joined here with my fantastic co-host Tara Lee Weathers. Hi Tara Lee. Hello. I'm so excited that we're we're doing another season together. I know. Season 2. Here we are. So exciting. I know you've all been with us for how many we did 26 episodes? Yeah. So this is our 27th. Yeah, or we might have done 27 and this is our 28th. Yeah. I'm not, 28th. not yeah, totally sure about like that. that. <laughs> Around, you know, I don't really know how old I am. I'm somewhere in the 40s. <laughs> yeah, me too. Low 40s. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm in the mid. <laughs> but here we are well, back with season two. Yes. Yes, we're here and we're going to do something new with you all. So we're going to put it into practice right now. And then Leah is going to tell you why this is so great for you. So you'll definitely want to take the time right now to do this because it is good for your health and well-being and just for your life in general. So if you are driving right now, definitely keep your hands on the steering wheel, eyes on the road, and fully pay attention. If you are a passenger in a car or you're listening at home and this is available to you, I want you to put your hands where your inner wisdom lies, whether that is your heart, your belly, your third eye. And let's all take three deep breaths together. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale out your mouth. And take a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale out your mouth. And inhale one more time through your nose. And exhale out your mouth. And just take a moment to think about the last live music experience that you had and how you felt. What did you see? What did you smell? What did you hear? Who were you surrounded by? What were you wearing? What venue were you at? And just feel what it felt like to be there in every cell of your body. That feels really good. And just know that you can access that anytime throughout the day by doing this simple exercise of just breathing and imagining yourself at that show and feeling it in every cell. Because if you can feel it when you're there, if you could feel it now, you can feel it and access it at any time. And so now as a group, because as a group, we have so much power and there's so much change that we can make. And so let's send out some love to the conscious collective of all living beings and things on this planet and to all of our favorite musicians and music makers and the people behind the scenes that make the music and everyone that makes that world go around. And we're going to send some love. So take a deep breath in and exhale love. 
And then one more for yourself for being here and listening to our podcast and having an interest in how in your health and well-being and how that is tied to live music. You're so amazing and we're so grateful for you. So let's send some love to yourself. Inhale. And exhale, love. And again, if you're not driving and this is available, just give yourself a big hug. You deserve it. And we love you so much. And so it is. And so it is. <laughs> Yay. Well, there's a lot about that that I can talk about. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I want to I want to hear about everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's start with the breath first of all. So, our breath is our quickest gateway to our nervous system. It is our best self-regulation technique and we have access to it all the time. It is the first thing that I teach any of my patients or clients or anybody that I work with because it allows you to feel a sense of control in your own body, which is so important. And particularly the way that we were just breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth helps to activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is like our relaxation response. And so, so many of us are like, running on hyperdrive with our sympathetic nervous systems activated, like our stress response, our fight or flight response. And by taking just those couple of moments to take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth, it helps to signal to your body that it's okay to calm down, that you are safe right now in this moment, and that there is not an immediate threat to your life right now, which is actually probably what your body is thinking, because that's what happens when our stress response gets turned on. So that's amazing and really helpful to do. And it also just helps to drop us out of our super active minds and into our bodies, which are also really important because a lot of what we think in our minds are not actually true, but what we are feeling in our body is always true. So that's really important. And then, of course, by taking the time to reimagine yourself at live music and with all of your senses, the things that you smell and hear and see and taste and feel, that will put you back there better than anything else. And when we imagine something in our mind, our body responds as if it's actually happening because there's not like a valve around our throat area that says, oh, no, this isn't really happening right now. I am not going to experience it because it's not real. That's not the way our bodies work. Whatever we think about in our mind, especially when we engage all of our senses, our body is responding just as if we are actually there. So the more that you can put yourself there, like by, you know, maybe turning on a live music show and closing your eyes and really imagining yourself there, then all of the positive effects that you have while you're there will happen to, you know, almost the same degree as it is when you are actually at the show. So that's really important and something that we have the power to do whenever we need to. We just need to take the time to do it and to quiet our minds enough to be able to really focus on it. And and then lastly, you know, the fact that we were connecting together is really powerful as well and something that we can do even when we're not in the same time and space. And, you know, energy medicine uses 
this all the time with energy healers when they're doing distance healing, because when we take the time to come together as a community, and in this case, we're probably all doing it at different times, but that's okay because we're all sending out a similar or same intention out into the world. And that's another thing that we also have the ability to harness is that intentionality into our life. And when we can pull in the intention of what we want to have happen and what we want to send out into the world, that is really powerful. And we have the ability to do that. So yay. Ah, wonderful. Well, so I All I had planned was that we were going to put our hands in our hearts and breathe and the rest of that just came through and that it all had that exact purpose makes so much sense that that's like what would come through because I don't know about all of you out there, but that's exactly what I needed. And I feel so much better. Like Leah knows right before we joined, we started this call, I was like, I'm kind of in a funky place and I'm feeling really uncomfortable about this um, interesting feedback that I had gotten. And although I don't feel 100% better. I definitely feel so much better from we danced together and then doing that. I mean, how I don't know how long that took, like two to three minutes. And that really like changed how I feel like completely. I was in that fight or flight thing before. And now I don't feel like that. Yeah. So that's another really important point. It can be really helpful and important to notice how you feel before you do something like that. And then take note of how you feel after because that's how you're going to make something valuable. When you notice those positive effects, you're going to be like, oh, wow, that really worked. I'm going to do that again. So Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely something to look forward to in season two, because we talk about all these things and how you can do it at live music. But we're also going to be starting to actually guide you in some different exercises that can help you to put all of that into practice at home at any time, anywhere, and do it with us in real time. Yeah. So look forward to that in season two. You know, we're like, we're constantly evolving, just like the world is constantly evolving and you hopefully are too. We really do practice what we preach. (laughs) Tara Lee and I, we live the groove therapy lifestyle and we you know, anything that we are saying is important is are things that we've done in our lives. So we we really want to exemplify that to you too and and to help you experience it because it's one thing to just talk about it, but it's another thing to actually experience it. And in the experience is where the change is created. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm so looking forward to the rest of this season and and that's what this episode is about right now is talking all about it and what we're up to. Yep. That's right. So, why don't we take a little break and give a word from one of our sponsors and we will be right back, but before we do that, let's say that we are a part of Osiris Media and You can find lots of amazing other music podcasts at osirispod.com. And also, if you would love to follow us on Instagram at Groove Therapy Podcast or be a member of our Facebook group, which there will be some cool things happening there. It's Groove Therapy Podcast Community on Facebook. All right. Well, we'll be right back. And we are back. Welcome back. I had such a lovely break. (laughs) I did so much. I know. We hope you did too. (laughs) I did a whole bunch of nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to do a whole lot of something here in season two. 
and we're really excited to share what we have up our sleeves with you. So this episode, again, is really focused on what you can look forward to coming up in season two, and we'd love to hear your feedback if you have any ideas for us about what you would love to see or hear. But just to give Tara Lee and I, we are very intentional in our lives, and we have definitely found that a lot of the things that we do in our lives, and and interestingly, they're very much the same, even though we never got together and planned it that way. But they are very much the same. And, you know, life is so crazy right now. And you have enough noise in your life that we really want to bring value to your life and the things that we're talking about. And by creating this podcast, kind of merging the intersection between health and wellness and live music, we were talking about different things already. And we've had so many amazing conversations with so many people in season one. But in season two, we really wanted to dive a little bit deeper and really kind of get into the meaning of live music for you and what it means to other fans and musicians, but then also like really highlight people that are doing amazing work in our live music community so that we can share that with you so that hopefully we can all come together as a community to not only help ourselves to feel better, but to help inspire others to feel better as well, because that is the power of our community and our coming together as not just individuals, but people. And of course, that's what live music is all about. That's the the power of this experience. And one of the reasons that I am so passionate about highlighting it as a healing practice and a mental health intervention, because it's one thing, this is kind of an aside, but this is important to me, so I want to share it. It's one thing to go to therapy as one person and to be healed through that. But there's so much need in this world that my inspiration for looking at live music and researching it was that if there can be something that can heal thousands of people at one time, like, and in a way that's even deeper than talk therapy can do sometimes, like that's really important and something that we need to look at. Yeah. I mean, maybe this conversation is going to have health insurance providers and companies, um, which is something that I've talked about with uh, my friend Lauren a lot, to bring live music at, or like have live music be part of their health benefit package. Because mm-hmm. yes. it, it just makes so much sense. And that's like a way, like you said, you know, you can only like one-on-one is great, but you can only help so many people. Like each person who does that can only help so many people when they're working one-on-one. But a concert with 50,000, 100,000, even 100 people, that's creating massive change and healing. And that's that's changing the world. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, I want I was just listening to a podcast about trauma. It was on the Ezra Klein show. I don't usually, I don't don't know that podcast in general. I think it's actually put out by the New York Times, but this was something that a colleague sent to me and it's with Vessel van der Kolk who wrote The Body Keeps the Score, which is a pretty popular book about the way that trauma is held in our body. And there was one thing 
that he said that like just stood out to me. And again, it has been my inspiration in so much of the work that I've done. But he was talking about how psychotherapy is really about bringing language to our experience and making sense of what has happened to us so that we can understand it. But it doesn't actually help us to heal or to fix it. And that healing actually comes from more like from retraining our bodies and our brains and releasing that trauma from our bodies, which is why so much of trauma work in the immediate, um, like, you know, in the last 10 years, 15 years has been based on body-based techniques because it's the body that holds on to it. And that's where it needs to be released from. And so Vessel Vanderkolk was talking about how things that help to release, like they d- they've done a lot of studies on yoga and dance and moving together with other people and finding rhythm in our bodies and how that is actually what helps us to release the trauma. And, you know, our society in the United States, we don't really have practices like that, except for our live music experiences, because our bodies know what they need. And I feel like we are drawn to this experience because we need it so much. And it's not just all of that, but it's also coming together in community because when a person is traumatized, it's usually from another person. And so the way to be able to heal from that is to be able to feel a connection with other people in a way that is not scary, that is actually healing and regenerative. And then also the other trauma research that's happening right now is on things like psychedelics and MDMA. And, you know, of course, in our live music scene, those substances are also there. So it's just so affirming to me to hear, you know, somebody that is the top trauma expert and researcher talk about all of these elements that are present in our live music experience and how healing they are. So I just wanted to mention that because that felt like it was up right now. Yeah, I have goosebumps all over with you talking about it. And it it reminds me of I had this um, experience one time during an ayahuasca ceremony when I grandmother medicine came to me and was like, okay, so now we're going to release all the trauma from your childhood. And I was like, what trauma? And she was like, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know. Just let it go. And then I moved my body in this twisty turning thing. And then I like purged everything. And they're like, okay, now from your teens. And I was like, well, what happened in my teens? And they're like, you don't need to go there. Just let it go. And then I moved my body and then I purged it out. And it, it, it physically left me in that moment. And that was with the help of a very powerful psychedelic. But since then, I was like, wow, I don't actually need to like go into it and necessarily rehash everything and feel all that trauma to let it go. It's just knowing that I'm letting it go. And so now at live music experiences, you know, when I'm, I usually just microdose, I'm not like fully, (laughs) I'm definitely not like how I am on ayahuasca in Costa Rica in the jungle. That's like a totally different experience. But So I'm like microdosing, so mostly sober, but I'm able to be like, okay, like I'm just letting all of this stuff go and I don't need to try to make sense of it or know what it is. I just know that I am letting it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that happens so often, you know, so those experiences are out there. Probably you have experienced that too. 
And if you have, we'd love to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can send us a private message if you don't want to publish it publicly. Absolutely. Yeah. But also this stuff is something we should like, it's okay for you to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like so many of us have experienced these things. So the more you talk about it, the more you'll realize that you're not alone in this experience. And other people have done this. Like Lee and I are talking about all this stuff. And so many people are like, oh, thank you. Like that happened to me. I never told anybody about that before. Mm-hmm. And it's like once you can be free and let that out and talk about it and have it become a normal thing to talk about, you'll be even more free. Yeah. And it helps to validate your own experience and the experience of others and how we are able to really highlight live music as the healing experience that it is so that it can be on insurance boards as, you know, a validated therapy or accepted therapy, you know, so that you can use your money that you put towards your health insurance to go see live music because it's it's important in that way. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also really interesting what you said that like, you know, MDMA and psychedelics are are a really big part, always have been of the like jam band and improv- improvisational music scene. Mm-hmm. I know they're part of other scenes as well, but they're definitely prevalent in this. And And if you can like use harm reduction and be safe and test your stuff and like know where it comes from and not like be going overboard with it all and having a buddy that you are like with the whole time. These tools are actually like really great that can can help you in this healing experience. And it makes sense that they go hand in hand. And it's so wonderful that there's so much like new research coming out that is talking about that. Because I know that there's like such a stigma of like, oh, you're all just druggies and like there's so much of that where it's like, well, what if we actually are using these medicines to heal ourselves? Mm-hmm. That's totally different. That's right. That's right. And I mean, that's what ritual healing has been since the beginning of time, since like, you know, those substances have been paired with music and dance in a ritualized way. And, you know, there, there is a difference in doing it in a ritualized way than like just going out and blowing it out for the weekend. But I feel like whether it's consciously or unconsciously, like the, the same intention is there and the same reasoning is there because we all need that healing, whether we are aware that we have trauma in our bodies or not. We all do. And especially right now, nowadays, we've been through so much trauma collectively for so long. Yeah. I I loved what um, Peter was saying in um, one of our, I don't remember which episode. He was one of the last ones. Episode 27. He was was literally the last one in season one. Episode 27. I loved how he was talking about how like the reason why you're able to have such a healing experience is because you're not going, like when you're going to therapy, you're like, I'm going here to heal. I'm going to talk about my trauma. That's why I'm here. But when you go to a live music experience, you don't necessarily have the expectation or like I am going to this to do that you're kind of just like I'm going to have fun or I'm going to whatever and then because you don't have the expectation you're kind of open to whatever is that will happen and so likely he's like you could be the the person drinking a beer like bopping around to the Grateful Dead but who's to say that person isn't having this incredible like healing experience or you could be the person that's like like me and you were setting an intention before the show and doing all these different things like to set us up to have this amazing healing experience. But either way, no matter what end of the spectrum you are, you're likely going to just have it because that's what happens when a group of people all come together. Yeah. And all of those elements are there. 
Yeah, yeah definitely. So we mentioned that we would be bringing in some accounts from you guys, from you, from fans, and about the meaning of live music. And to highlight that, and because I just had an amazing musical experience myself at my first Fish show back since Dick's 2019, um, I just saw the Shoreline show only Tuesday. I wasn't there on Wednesday, but Tuesday was enough for me. So I have some thoughts to share. So Tara Lee is going to ask me the questions that we have for everybody. And if you would like to answer these questions, we would love for you to do that. But Tara Lee, why don't, why don't you give a little preview of what these questions are, and I will answer them to my best ability. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear your answers, because I also went back to fish. I saw um, three shows in Atlantic City, so I'm curious how, how it landed for you. So my first question, I mean, this is broad, but I'm guessing it has to do with fish, but what does live <laughs> music mean to you? Yes, uh, you're right. This is broad. And I would say that live music means everything to me. But technically, that's not totally true, because I have other things in my life that bring me meaning that are not live music. But it it is just such a huge part of my life. And it is like where I go to connect to source, like both in as in source as in like something larger than me. And then also like a power source. Like somebody was reflecting in my pictures that I posted from the show that I'm glowing and I'm like, yes, fish makes me do that. I feel like I was like, I love the energy there. It's so electric to me. And I mean, I know that experience. So I arrive there like so happy because I know what's coming. And but it is it's like plugging myself into an electrical outlet <laughs> and like just Literally, because I feel like electricity is surging through my body as I'm there. And that's one of the reasons that I love Fish so much, just because it is a, a big show. Like I go to see a lot of live music and I love other bands too. But the Fish experience is not an experience that I have to be up front to really like totally feel all of it. Like I can still be back and I can be in that energy of that. And I just, I love the energy. It's recharging to me. It's also a place where, because I know fish and their music, I go so that I can just totally let my body be rocked any way that it needs to. And that's what I'm there for, just to allow that music to flow through my body so that it can like scrub me clean in all of the areas that I can't reach in other ways. And I mean that like energetically because that's what it feels like to me, it just this huge cleansing of everything. And that's really important. So I think those are some of the things that live music means to me. Yeah, it sounds like you were vibrating with love and light and pulsating with love and light, maybe. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And you got your if I could. I got my if I could. Oh, my God. Yes, that will be answered in a following question. <laughs> okay, um, I will not jump ahead. So my next question for you then is, how has the return of live music impacted your mental health? Uh, well, actually, this question could go both ways <laughs> because <laughs> the return of live music has created some stress and anxiety at times uh, because there are some hoops and hurdles that we have to jump through to to see live music nowadays. And also, 
you know, just being around large groups of people, there are risks in that too. You know, we're still at a time where especially the Delta variant is like circulating wildly. And so I've been to some live music where I was exposed to some people who ended up testing positive and that created some stress in my life because, yeah. you know, I had to find out how I could get tested really quickly and luckily I was okay. But, you know, that's just a part of going out and seeing music is that I'm around people that, you know, may be positive and not know it. So that is a little stressful, but I would say all in all, the return of live music has been a very joyful thing because I'm just so grateful that I can go and get my soul cleansed and scrubbed and move my body in joyous and blissful ways and feel all of those feelings circulating through me. And it's really important to me. So I'm really happy that it's back. Yes. And I'm putting all the vibes out there that it stays. Yes, I know. Me too. All right. Well, so the third question that we I kind of asked you about because you got your If I Could, which you've been chasing for years and years. So I'm guessing that was your peak experience. But describe one peak experience since live music has returned. That was definitely my peak experience. And even just like when you said that, tears came to my eyes because it was such a powerful experience. And um, I'm like getting teary eyed and I want to start crying just thinking about it and not because in any way it makes me sad, but because it just makes me feel so many things. And uh, ironically, I, this is an aside to the concert, but very much related. I knew if I could was coming and I, uh, you know, I started listening to the Hoist album before I ever saw Fish live and I just loved that song so much. And I saw my first show in 1998, and I wanted to see if I could ever since then. And I just had a feeling that it was going to happen this year. And I knew I needed to get to the Shoreline Tuesday show, even though Wednesday would have worked out better for my schedule, but I knew it had to be Tuesday. And last week, I was taking a walk, and I put on the first show of the tour where they played If I Could. And I listened to that song, and I listened to it as if I was hearing it live. And I allowed myself to feel all of the feelings and I cried and I felt my body and I imagined myself there at the show. And so when it actually happened on Tuesday, which was right after Wolfman's Brother, it was like the fourth song that they played. The first couple of notes that came through, like I knew it was happening and I was just like, I, of course, I let out this loud scream and I just turned to my friend who it, she was at her first fish show. It was her ah, first show. Cool. And she's a really good friend of mine from live music. And she, without me having to explain, this is if I could, like she just knew. And so she gave me a big hug and she lifted me up. <laughs> she lifted you up and she spinned you around. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't spin me, but I spun around for sure. But yeah. yes. Yes, yes. And yeah, so it just like was so uh heart bursting from the very first notes. And I did everything that I could to like remain present in my body for the full experience. I cried, I let the tears come down my face. I closed my eyes and I listened to the beauty of the music and I felt like all of the feelings from my 
17, 16, 17, 18 year old self listening to the Hoist album to, you know, all the way through to my 42 year old self standing there at Shoreline, actually experiencing that song in person, surrounded by all of my friends. And I turned around and at the end, I placed both of my hands on my heart. And I, just like we've talked about before, I use it as my way to lock in the experience so that I could bring myself back there and remember it again. And it was so powerful. And and then after that, they played, I never needed you like this before. And that just was like, that's so true. That's so true. Like to be back there after two years of not seeing fish and to know that like, I never needed you like this before. And to have that come right after if I could, it was just such a special experience. Yeah. That song is so simple, but it's so like, (laughs) it's just like, yeah, I love that song so much. And that's like so perfect for you that it came right after if I could. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It was such an amazing show. Yay. Well, thank you so much for your insights. And I'm so looking forward to hearing yours. Yes, yes. So if you would like to answer those same exact questions, and please let us know, you can contact us at through our Groove Therapy podcast account on Instagram or through our Facebook group, the Groove Therapy podcast community. All right. All right. Back to the rest of our episode. Well, expect to be amazed because it's going to be our best season yet. And we are definitely diving in way deeper. So if you like season one, that was kind of like dipping your toe in the water. (laughs) And now we're jumping in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. As we like to say at my favorite local Northern California festival, we are diving into the deep end. Yes. Yeah, so we are, we're going to start off with some amazing and inspiring women in the live music scene. You know, this is a woman hosted podcast. And one of the things that we really want to do is help to highlight women's voices because uh, we have been stifled for a really long time. And it's just really important to give voice to the women that are doing really important work in our scene because again, consciously or unconsciously, it takes more effort for a woman to have their voice heard. So we want to take that some of that effort away and really help to give this a platform to the amazing women that are working really hard in the scene. So we have some super inspiring women. We're also going to highlight some of the amazing organizations that are doing super important work in our live music community, bringing uh, awareness to, you know, certain things like, like, you know, when you're talking about harm reduction, it was because there are a lot of facets of live music and going to shows that, you know, might not be as healthy as they could be. And, you know, that's life. It's like, we're not going to be able to control everything. And I would never want to even try, but to be able to bring awareness to some of the ways that we could be better as a community, I think is really important. So I'm super excited about talking to some organizations about that and also, you know, helping to support all of the people that make the music happen because mental and emotional well-being are really important and that's really been affected 
for so many of us in the last year and a half. Yeah. And we're really excited to also bring back some of your favorite guests that we've had on the podcast so we can dive even deeper with them because I mean... I've gotten so many insights already and and these humans are extremely deep humans that think in a very interesting way and I just want to like go further into their brains. So we're really excited to bring that to you too. Yeah, so we have a couple in mind that we've already talked to about coming back for season two and if you have somebody that, you know, you have a question for or their interview brought something to your mind and you love a follow-up, like just let us know because if we've interviewed them before, it's highly likely that we can get them back on the podcast. So Yeah, because they like us. <laughs> <laughs> they like talking about to us because also this is different subject. They, they This is topics that these musicians are like so, so excited to talk about and they're not typically asked. They're usually asked about music and logistical stuff and technical stuff and and not so much about the feelings and the emotions that are attached and and the philosophies and all of that so yeah they love talking to us so I know that they'll just want to talk even more yeah so Terry, what is the best way that someone could get in touch with us would we say through our Instagram to mess to private message at the groove therapy podcast or yeah um, that's Facebook a great way messenger yeah. I mean, if you know us and you know how to reach out to us just individually, then reach out. We're pretty accessible people and easy to find. And then otherwise, just go to the Groove Therapy podcast um, on Instagram and send a private message there and and I'll be I'll check it out and I'll respond to you. Yeah. Yeah. Tara Lee's running that account. Um, and if you ever want to reach out to me individually, I'm Leah at embodiedgroove.com. So you can always send me an email too. Oh, yeah. And I'm at Rocking Life with two underscores if you ever want to go that route, route yeah. too. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Well, we have, I mean, we, we haven't given any specific information, so you will have to stay tuned for specifics on season two, but we have definitely alluded to a lot of amazing stuff. And we're just really looking forward to to diving deeper, to talking about these really important topics and, you know, just really highlighting again how healing of an experience live music is that's one thing that I love to hear from musicians in our scene like just how much this isn't just about I mean yes it's about going out and having fun and them doing what they're meant to be here to do but so many of them I feel like really do see themselves as you know I don't know if they categorize themselves as shamans but you know like modern day shamans bringing the healing to the people and I love that yeah, we're moving away from the rock star. I actually, I was just having lunch with Rob Kampa and he was talking about how he thinks that the days of the like rock stars that are like idolized and making millions of dollars, he's like, I think those times are fleeting and also are going to be just a short blip in our history hmm. where it's going back to these like medicine men and women and humans that are just like... I want to heal the people with my music and they don't mm -hmm. care about those millions of dollars and they know that they're just going to be taken care of and supported because they're doing the thing that they're supposed to be doing. And and I really mm -hmm. honestly feel like we are going in that direction. Yeah. Well, certainly the people that we have interviewed here on this podcast, I mean, 
maybe they'd love to make millions and that would be awesome if we could help support them in doing that. But I don't think that's their, their main goal and objective. It is about, you know, bringing healing and music and dance and fun and freedom and all of the amazing emotions that we get to experience with live music. Yeah, because really success is measured by how how happy you are, not how much money you have. And so we're going to dive into all of that. So you'll be even happier and also our guests will be even happier. Yeah, these are really trying times. And, you know, we're in a place right now as we're recording this. So like just to give some context, Fish Summer Tour is on its second leg right now. And, you know, fall tour is, is confirmed, but well, is, you know, right now happening, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's been so many cancellations and changes and people, especially with indoor shows looking at, you know, is this the right thing to be doing right now? It, it can feel really difficult. I know even for myself, it's like, it felt like we were kind of moving out into this like bright light. Yay, we get to gather again without masks and social distancing and hugs and dancing and all of the things like yay. And and then like in the last month or so, it's kind of turned around where it's like, oh, maybe this isn't really happening right now. Yeah. And even with like Fish was supposed to play in Tahoe and they had to change the shoreline because of the fires. And so there's people in this country that are being evacuated from their homes and like all of that is happening. There's like heat waves in places. There's droughts in places. There's I mean, the world everywhere in the world, there's like something going on right now. And and like we keep on thinking things are going to be better and then it keeps on like shifting back. And that's really hard to deal with. Yeah, it is really hard to deal with. You know, I feel like life is going to be really challenging for, I don't know, I don't know how long. I mean, life is always challenging at times, but this is particularly challenging because we're all yeah. going through this at, at the same time. And and this is just, you know, part of what we're experiencing. Everybody is having their own individual experience and whatever that challenges may come with that too. Um, yeah, yeah, and as a world, we're traumatized right now. Absolutely. Like, all of us are. And then live music, as you said, that's a way to release the trauma. But then can it continue to happen or not? So, like, we were being traumatized while music was the, – the thing that can heal us all collectively was taken away. And that was really hard. Yeah, and that's why it's just going to be so important to find it in any ways that we can. Like, you know, I have friends that my husband helped build a stage in their backyard and I know that they'll be able to continue hosting events because they're they're small events like maybe 40 people. And, you know, so however we can find it is going to be really important. I know I don't think it will go away again the same way, but big yeah. concerts might might not be happening in the same way. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, the future Yeah, or maybe holds. it will. Like, it's yeah. like we have no idea. And that's also like, you know, there was a point during the pandemic when it was like, okay, everything's shut down and this is what is. And now we just have to work with that for now. And and I was able to do that, you know, but then it's what, to be in a place of unknown. It's like when you're you're in a relationship with somebody and they're like not letting you know if they're really into you or not. <laughs> and you're just like constantly... 
like thinking about it and worried and like overthinking in your head and like what is this going to be like and I know it's not the exact same thing but kind of like but I'm sure you can relate yeah (laughs) but just like not knowing what's up is like a really hard place to be Mm -hmm. yeah it really is and actually that can be worse than knowing something that you might feel bad about because that not knowing creates even more stress and like you said it's just constantly on the mind Yeah. And then, you know, like if you know what's happening, you know how to deal with it. If you don't know what's happening, you don't know how to deal with it. And so that's why I'm so happy that we have this podcast for all of you, because we are going to be giving you ways to be able to deal with it. And there was an episode that we did. I know that you know the number. Was it 19? Yes. Episode 19, which is how to or coping through crazy times with Tara Lee and Leah. Yeah, so we suggest that you go back and listen to that one because we give you lots of tricks and tips and tools to be able to get through the trying times, which we thought we wouldn't be in. But that episode will be here forever as long as there is technology and internet and all the things. You can listen to it over and over again and take notes and really like dive into the things that we talk about in that episode. Yeah, that could be really helpful. We're we're definitely going to keep doing the things that we talked about. So... Yeah, because they really work, everybody. (laughs) I was really surprised. Like when the pandemic happened, I was like, all right, so I've been talking about like maintaining the magic of live music in my everyday experience. But that was when I was able to go to live music every once in a while. This was like the first time that my life's work was ever truly put to the test. And I was so happy to report back to you all that it it did actually work. And I definitely was sad about live music not being there, but I fared really well because of all of the things that I've been doing and all of the daily practices and intentions and all the work that I've that I've done for all this time that all those things really do work and I know Leah that had, that was the same for you too we were like phew like okay this does really work in the most intense situations yeah it's true so hopefully you can gain some value out of that episode and we'd love for you to check it out if you feel so called Yes. Yay. Yeah. Well, Tara Lee, anything else we should name before we just leave you to be ready for our episode 29, which will kick off our first interview of season two? Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening to us and being supportive of us. And uh, we're just so grateful for all of you. So just thank you for being listeners and we look forward to developing our relationship with you. And just so you know, we're very into you. (laughs) Yes, we love you very much. (laughs) We value and appreciate you. And yeah, please do join our Facebook community, Groove Therapy Podcast Community. We are going to you know, have some engagement there, all of the, so we are, you know, some things we're doing differently in season two, but what we are keeping is the daily jam and the, did you know, because we really love doing that. And we think that it adds value to the podcast. And so for every daily jam, there's going to be a space in our Facebook community where you can talk about like how you're adding that into your life and how it's bringing value to your life, how it's making a difference in your life. Because just like I said in the beginning with the breathing, it is one thing to talk about this and it's another thing to actually experience it. And the only way 
to make any kind of change in your life is to feel a different way. So that takes, you know, actually doing things a little bit differently. So we hope that you will join us in those daily jams and uh, put them into practice into your life because that's how you're going to bring the magic of live music into your everyday lives. Yes. All right. Well, and so it is, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think. I know. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So again, we are part of Osiris Media. You can find out more about the amazing music podcast on osirispod.com. Female Centrics is one of those. And Dawn is going to be one of our our first interviews back. So check oh, that out. You <laughs> heard one of the secrets. <laughs> I know. I couldn't I couldn't leave without throwing out one of them. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, check out Female Centrics and Dawn. It's a fish, you know, female hosted fish podcast on Osiris. And she's also doing other amazing things at Osiris that you'll have to wait until you hear the episode to find out about that. (laughs) See, (laughs) we keep you hanging on. Yeah. And then, of course, our Instagram is Groove Therapy Podcast at Instagram. And Tara Lee, why don't you tell our listener how they can find you um so you can find me on my website rockinglife.com or you can go to my instagram at rocking life with two underscores um, i've also recently am starting to play on tiktok we'll see what happens with that but that is also at rocking life with two underscores nice fun yeah <laughs> what about you where do they find you you can find me at my website at uh, embodiedgroove.com you can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Leah Taylor, and I have a Dr. Leah Taylor Facebook page as well, as well as Embodied Groove. I kind of have the two, two going on. So either way, Embodied Groove or Dr. Leah Taylor, you will find me. All right. So everybody come hang out with us in all the places and we will see you really soon. Or I guess we won't see you because we can't see, but well, I mean, we can't see. We just can't see in this platform. So we will... And yeah, I guess we can't hear you. So what you will hear us, you will hear from us really soon. <laughs> yes, we're going to be back on the once every two weeks release date. So two weeks from now, there will be a new Groove Therapy podcast. And make sure that you subscribe on any of the places that you can subscribe so that you are the first to know when a new episode is released. Yep. And then we'll see you in two weeks. We love you so much. And I hope you have the greatest day ever. Yes. Take care. I love you. Bye. Bye.